Welcome to the Homeschool High School podcast brought to you by Seven Sisters Homeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. I'm Vicki, and I'm so excited to meet a new young friend who is a homeschool graduate and entrepreneur. So this is Susanna Fitzgerald, and she and her sister have a marketing business. So it's Fitz and Jammer marketing by listening like is that what like social skills in marketing at the same time totally like my jam that's awesome so anyway Susanna say hi to everybody and tell us about yourself hi everybody <laughs> I am Susanna Fitzgerald I run a marketing business like Vicki said with my younger sister Leah Joy and um, right now we're living in the great state of Colorado and we do all our business. We connect all over the world online. And this despite people telling us that we wouldn't even know how to stand in line because we were homeschooled, but we manage things anyway. <laughs> that is, it is so true. You know, when, when my kids were in high school, we started a homeschool youth group um, and we had a whole bunch of kids in the group and we had so much fun, but we found there were two things those young folks could not do. And one was stand in line and the other was make a circle out of themselves. So, <laughs> that was like, okay, we got That's life skills to work on. I know. I mean, if you don't have to write your name on a paper or stand in line, why would you have that skill in your skill bank? So anyway, but you, you, you guys can not only stand in line, but you can run a business and your homeschool graduates, which is why I wanted to connect with you today. Cause I love stories of homeschool grads. So tell us about your family and, and being a homeschooler growing up. Well, our story was probably a little bit different than most homeschoolers. Um, my parents were ranchers in Arizona. And oh. so we lived way out, like five miles on a dirt road to the highway and then like another 10 miles to town. So homeschooling uh -huh. was sort of the option. It was right. It was just, <laughs> but um, we were very blessed. My mom had a teaching degree. Actually, mm. she taught in Canada before she moved out West. And um, she was the most awesome teacher you can imagine. Um. And we lived out on that ranch and we did homeschool at the kitchen table and we grew up around business people. Mm. And we actually, we never... I have two younger siblings, my brothers between me and my sister, and okay. none of us ever spent one day in a regular classroom. It was all homeschool. All and homeschool. so K yeah. through 12. And then I, I kind of went on and I, I homeschooled myself and taught myself my business, copywriting, marketing, writing the whole nine yards. Oh, I just kept on learning. So. So you're, you're a homeschooler, even as an adult, like continuous life learning there. Yep. That sort of is, perpetual homeschooling. Yeah, yep. Yep. And that, that's the best thing is, is all of life is education if we allow it to be and to just keep growing and learning. So really when you live five miles down the dirt road, <laughs> you know, and that's not near the nearest community. I, I know we, we came originally from way backwards, Florida and, uh, yeah, just getting to the local school is not so easy. So for you guys, homeschooling was the option. But for you growing up with a mom as a teacher, was homeschooling fun? Or was she like, accomplish, accomplish, accomplish as a teacher? Like what, what was good? And what was hard about homeschooling on a ranch in Arizona? <laughs> 
Well, I think my mom was just an awesome teacher. She made yeah. learning so much fun. And from the stories she tells and the things we've heard from her family, like she was the kind of teacher that made learning fun for a classroom of 30 mm. students. And she could just be so much more hands-on and focused with us kids. Mm. And which was very good because like, especially my little brother was ADHD mm. extremist. And it's like, mm. if he'd been in public school, he would have been probably put on Ritalin and, mm-hmm. you know, like just mm-hmm. punished by accident for being who he was and I was the opposite I was ultra motivated ultra focused I decided I wanted to be a the next J.R.R. Tolkien when I was nine years old and I Uh, started writing full-length fantasy novels mm, and on mm -hmm. my old mom's old typewriter Mm. and she just really encouraged us to pursue our dreams but then she was also very good at like you know pushing making us like I got a I remember distinctly one time when I was in like fourth grade, I got 43% on a math test. And my mom was like, this is ridiculous. You are not allowed to fail at this level. There's no reason for it. And I never failed on a test again. Oh, that was so humiliating. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think the hard thing about our homeschooling wasn't my parents' fault. It was just sort of, it was the geographic limitations. You know, we didn't, mm-hmm. because we were so isolated, we didn't get to like participate in any, um, you know, like there's some now I know public school events that allow homeschoolers to participate mm-hmm. like sports teams and things like that. But mm-hmm. it wasn't possible where we lived. And it was also kind of a different time when we were being homeschooled. The world was a lot less understanding of that lifestyle and so mm-hmm. there weren't as many options anyway mm-hmm. yeah so that made it hard yeah so you guys were kind of pioneers in your geographic location and time era also yes so there, definitely so there were wonderful things like you had the freedom to sit with your mother's typewriter and write tolkien-esque novels <laughs> um And then there were ways that you learned to channel your accomplishment orientation and and, uh, do well in math tests after that. (laughs) Definitely. uh, Yeah. Now, you guys living on a ranch, did you also end up kind of participating in in the family ranching? We did some when I was younger. Um, Mm -hmm. My parents were actually a bit older when they had us. So Uh, they kind of semi-retired when I was around 10, 11. uh, So, uh but I did, we did grow up like, you know, you go out and you feed the horses. We had dogs, we had animals. We Uh did some cattle driving. Uh And um, it's part of the the interesting thing of growing up when the world is changing around you. It's like Mm. we were partly part of an older world than even the times we were living in and then like we Mm -hmm. were coming in like we grew up with VHS and then all of a sudden the world changed overnight to DVD that was kind of the world we grew up in yes like we didn't have internet access until I was like 16 and then as soon as we got it it was like this crazy insane new world and Mm -hmm. the next thing you knew I was I had mate was making my living online (laughs) and I had never been on a computer I remember asking somebody what's a blog what's an email I don't Mm. get it it was so weird and like the next year I was like well let's open an online marketing business (laughs) (laughs) all right so you guys got internet when you were 16 right yeah 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 so tell me how that changed your life well it was kind of like It's sort of like when you do history and you read about how Japan was the hermit kingdom for so many years. And then, you know, all of a sudden the people started leaving Japan's shores and found out there was a whole world beyond the empire. Mm. And 
in a way it was kind of like that it felt mm-hmm. like we were exploring it was like all of a sudden the whole world was opened up to mm-hmm. us for the first time and I know that we were hermits or anything. We'd done like extensive traveling around the U.S. and everything. I mean, we yeah, weren't locked yeah. up or anything, but right, right. it was just that that feeling of instant access and being able to stay at home and do and achieve. And so it really, it really fit, especially with me, because I had a lot of health challenges that kept me from pursuing a regular career outside of the home. I need to mm-hmm. be able to stay at home to work. Mm-hmm. And so it really, it really just opened up new possibilities and it was very exciting and scary <laughs> and scary. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you were, must have enough adventurous spirit to say, Hey, let's, let's explore possibilities. So we we have had different uh, like homeschool grad entrepreneurs on the the podcast before, but I haven't had one who's in marketing. So how on earth did that catch your attention? Well, like I said, I was trying to be a novelist, a fantasy novelist. Mm -hmm. And when I was 17, I had a book published and that was like the culmination of my dreams to that point and it was so exciting and then I realized I didn't know how to sell and I didn't know how Mm. to market and Mm. it was a necessity to learn it because you know so many good writers just sort of starve and I was like Mm -hmm. I don't want to be a starving writer yeah (laughs) and I was trying I tried a semester at a community college and that turned out to be not a great fit mostly because of my health reasons I got really Mm. sick but Mm. um on the way I sort of fell into I found an advertisement for a company called American Writers and Artists Mm. and they're out of Florida and they teach this copywriting online marketing thing and they've done it for the past 25 years and I was and they their ad was how to make a living as a writer and I'm like oh my gosh there's a way to make a living as a writer (laughs) and I it fit the homeschool model you know you pay for the courses and you can do it at home at your own speed and Mm -hmm. I just sort of, I, I was like, well, I'll just do this marketing thing until I figure out what I'm doing and then I'll go back to writing my books. But I kind of found out that I love marketing for people just as much as I love writing books. So, oh. uh-huh. Uh-huh. so it really like one thing led to another and you're able to use your writing um, and make a living at something that you're enjoying. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So how did you get your sister in there with you? Because she's in business with you, right? Right. Well, I was just starting the Fitz and Jammer marketing by listening business when Leah Joy, that's my baby sister, Uh was finishing high school. And she was looking around for a summer job. And she was like, she she was kind of shy at the time. Mm. And she was like, I don't really want to be a waitress. And she tried for a couple of jobs like at the local quilt store. And it just, you know, it was that time nothing was working. And I had seen on the same AWAI site that I did the copywriting from, I had seen that they had a graphic design course. And I'm like, well, you're a talented, like you have the ability to do that. You, you've got the, the visual skills and you can do video editing. And I need some extra help getting this whole thing set up. And I was like, basically, do you want to work for me for your, 
your summer job. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, I don't have anything better to do. <laughs> <laughs> so her summer job turned into a year job and then it turned into a business partnership. And now mm-hmm. she makes custom graphics and custom logos and she does high end video editing mm-hmm. and we're working on a trailer for a for an art client right now actually she's cutting together lots of different different videos and it just amazes me how she can sit there and be so patient with every detail of every step and i'm like i would go insane but i'm so grateful that we tried that summer job that is so neat that you guys have different skills that that dovetail well together to have your business that is really neat yeah and that's definitely one of the advantages of having a whole homeschooled family is that you have the the relationship capital and the trust and the the complementary skill sets and understanding each other's boundaries. Like it really works well together in a business relationship, I find. Yeah. So part of your homeschooling adventures were learning how to work together. And that works, that works well in real life. That is really nice. So if you, if you were talking to a homeschool mom and she was getting ready to start homeschooling high school, what would you encourage her about? Like you say, you know, the best part of my high school years were this, or, you know, what, what kind of advice could you give? Well, I would say the best part of my high school years was that I was becoming more independent. And so my mom started like probably back in about sixth or seventh grade, letting me pick lots of elements of my own homeschool curriculum. Like she'd show me the magazine she was ordering from and we discuss Mm -hmm. each type of program, like which type of grammar do you want to do? Which type of math? It wasn't Mm -hmm. optional that I was going to do those things, but I I could pick which ones I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And she, as I went into high school, it was, I was pursuing my writing dreams. And so she allowed me to set my own schedule. And as long as I got the work done on time, she didn't care when I did it. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoyed that part. And for me, it was, it was such an adventure being able to, to pursue my dreams and to find out the things that I wanted. Like I got high-end writing courses instead of uh, more science courses that I wasn't Mm -hmm. as interested in Mm -hmm. and things like that. I would say, I remember reading one time an article about that was interviewing like 10 or 12 homeschool families about their journey over the years. And some of them were, were like me would be second generation homeschoolers. And it was, it, I don't remember any of the particulars of what anybody said, but I do remember laughing because everyone was like basically trying to fill a need that they had had in their own childhood. So it's mm-hmm. like if someone had said my parents were really strict and like you had to show up on a specific amount of time and you had to do a specific amount of work, I want to be really loosey goosey with my homeschooling mm-hmm. and just, you know, mm-hmm. sort of go with the flow. And then vice versa the next person would be like well i i had no boundaries and no structure and i really want to you know show up on time and fill out every test requirement and mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. this stuff so i think it's a temptation of of people human beings to want to to provide for their children what they themselves didn't have but mm-hmm. one thing i would say the best tip i could say is just try to fill the needs that your children have mm-hmm. instead of trying to fulfill something from the past because that was the 
best part of my homeschooling was when that was true. And the worst part was sometimes when it was like you felt like you were trying to live up to expectations from a long time ago. That That's really, really sage advice. I really appreciate that. Yeah. And that's the beauty of homeschooling is we have so much flexibility to do what is best for our kids. And it uh, sounds like your your mom was able to help you pull that out, you know, choosing curriculum and developing those writing skills. So it sounds like she did a good job and you did a good job. So, so tell me, tell me if, you know, we have all kinds of folks that listen and a lot of uh, mom entrepreneurs. Um, and what if they wanted to explore what Fitz and Jammer marketing by listening um, had to offer? What, what would you share with them? I would say that the reason that I fell in love with marketing is because it's such an important key to success. And I think a lot of people overlook it. You tend to think of it like something that, oh, I can do in my spare time. And, you know, a few people do kind of luck out and they just have a natural gift for marketing and they they fit into one world like social media or email or videos. And it just sort of works for them right off the bat. But most people really struggle and it costs so much time and effort and energy. And it's like with me, with my writing, with my fiction writing, it was just sucking the life out of me. And I hated mm. it. And I was mm. learning to hate my business and learning to hate what I wanted to do and learning to hate my skills. Mm. And then I found marketing. And it's like if you either know what you're doing or you work with somebody who does know what they're doing, who is trained to do it right. It just it it makes your business so much more enjoyable. And you've got companies money coming in and you've got communication going out. And that's the whole part of our marketing by listening brand is that we try to teach people to really connect with their audience and listen to what people are saying and do marketing the easy way instead of the hard way and pushing, just pushing, pushing, pushing. And it's like, if you listen and you give back what people want to hear, you're going to create such a much deeper connection. You're going to create loyal customers. And it's just such a wonderful feeling when you've got the right message going out and the right customers coming in. Well, as a, you know, my other hat besides homeschooling is I'm a counselor. And so to me, listening is such a high value. So I get really excited when I hear somebody else who is also valuing listening. And you're right. You know, when you listen, you find out what people truly need. So that is really awesome. So Susanna, if someone wanted to get in touch with you and Fitz and Jammer Marketing by Listening, how would they find you? So you can find me at my website, which is just fitzandjammer.com. And that's just F-I-T-Z-N jammer, like disc jammer or, or yeah. gear jammer. <laughs> and there's a contact page on my website. Or you can use my email, which is Susanna, S-U-Z-A-N-N-A at fitzandjammer.com. Or I'm on LinkedIn as Susanna, the challenge queen Fitzgerald. And I usually show up. <laughs> I had to add the the qualifier because there's lots of Susans and Susannas in the world. Yes, so. <laughs> very true. Very true. All right. So I am so curious. Why the Fitz and Jammer? How did you come up with that? 
Well, when we started, when I started my business, I was trying to come up with a name for it. Mm -hmm. And it's like Fitzgerald, this, that, and the other thing was taken as domain names. And so my fantasy brain was getting way too creative for business. And I was coming (laughs) up with these wild things that made no sense. And my mom and then my sister joined in actually before we filed the official LLC. And my sister and I were arguing over what we wanted to be called. And my mom came in and she goes, you know, when you girls were, uh, when I got the ultrasound pictures for each of you kids, the doctor put Fitz and Jammer one, two, and three on the ultrasound (laughs) pictures. And being my mom, she clapped her hands and goes, and you shall be Fitz and Jammer LLC. Go file it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's, it's very, like it has a happy tone to it and it's very memorable. So I think that was a good choice. I like it. Yeah. All right. Well, we should wrap it up. Susanna, anything else you want to share before we we have to close? I would say, you know, homeschooling is not perfect, but it's the most perfect thing you're going to find in an imperfect world. In my opinion, it's the best option that you can have for your kids. And it's the best way to build a relationship with them in the future. Like if you want to be friends with your kids when they're in their 20s and 30s and Later, if you want to know your grandkids, if you want to know that your kids are going to have your values or any values, if you want to know that they can learn and grow as human beings, no matter what course, unpredictable course their life takes, it's like some form of homeschooling and whatever the best option you can find is, in my opinion, the best that you can do for your kids. So definitely, definitely do it. It's worth the effort. It's worth the sacrifice. And it's a lot of fun. I think that is a great way to wrap things up. And so we will have all the links to Fitz and Jammer Marketing by Listening. So you can check out what Susanna and her sister are doing. All right. So thank you for joining us. And thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been the Homeschool High School Podcast brought to you by 7sistershomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. We will see you next week.